This is from Matthew 15, 1 through 20. Then Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus from Jerusalem and said, Why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands before they eat. He answered them, And why do you break the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? For God said, Honor your father and your mother, and whoever speaks evil of father or mother must surely die. But you say that whoever tells father or mother whatever support you might have had from me is given to God, then that person need not honor the father. So for the sake of your tradition, you nullify the word of God. You hypocrites. Isaiah prophesied rightly about you when he said, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me, and in vain do they worship me, teaching human precepts as doctrines. And then he called the crowd to him and said to them, Listen and understand, it is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but is what comes out of the mouth that defiles. And then the disciples approached and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees took offense when they heard what you said? And he answered, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind, guides of the blind. And if one person guides another, both will fall into a pit. But Peter said to him, explain this parable to me. And then he said, are you also still without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into the mouth enters the stomach, goes out into the sewer? But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this is what defiles. For out of the heart come evil intentions, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person, but to eat with unwashed washed hands does not defile. If people walked in here, a stranger walked in here, what would they think of this church? Would, would they know it is a church? And how would they know that it is a church? See, this is kind of what the, was happening in the time that this uh, story unfolds, is Jesus enters a place that is uh, a, a place of honor, it's a place of, of worship, it's a place of, uh, of gathering, but all along that wherever he goes, religious leaders continually try to uh, trip him up. It's not just try, trying to trip him up on just little small things, they're actually trying to dethrone his, his authority, his, his power, his, his religious um, uh, prestige that he's developed, and he continually uh, gets this reputation of a person that really knows what he's talking about and a person that really speaks with authority. And so they have followed him to this place where he and his disciples are sitting down for a meal, and they notice that they didn't wash their hands. And they go, oh, that's it right there. Tell me, why do your disciples sit down without following the tradition of washing their hands. What they're talking about is what is known as purity laws. It comes out of the, uh, the Old Testament. Uh, there's, they're scattered in throughout. And there's, there's stuff about uh, dietary things. There's stuff about good hygiene stuff too. And then there's other stuff that, you know, seems a little probably odd today. But one of the things that's in there is you must wash your hands before you eat. You know, we, we see a lot of hints of, uh, of good hygiene and uh, uh, the time that these were created 
uh, a lot of it, a lot of the, uh, the, the, the purity laws have to do with you're creating a community, this is how you keep your community safe. This is before we even knew about, believe it or not, we didn't know that hand washing was uh, germs and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, it, it took years for us to understand about all of that kind of stuff. This, this predates that uh, quite, quite a bit. And so for them, uh, many people, it wasn't about the cleanliness, it was about the, the ritual. And so a lot of the times that the people that, uh, you know, started with these purity laws, they, they, they started out as a, um, a, a practicality. It, it turned into a, an, a, an idea of, um, of worship, and then it turned into an idea of tradition. Notice how I say tradition sometimes takes us from worship, because sometimes the, the very meaning of something gets diluted over time and over years, and it basically just becomes a tradition. And then you ask people, why do we do this? And you get the answer, well, because we just always have. And a lot of churches fall into that category of doing things where we really don't know why we're doing them, but we just, we just do them this way. And Jesus walks in. His disciples, they are excited about being there. Uh, for some reason, they, they don't wash their hands. And the Pharisees, the, the religious leaders, they think that they've tripped him up because he is uh, taking away that, 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 that law, that, that thing. It's, it's actually in the Old Testament. You say you're supposed to be you know, living out the, the, all the, the prophecies and all of this kind of stuff. Well, there it is in the book there, and your guys didn't even do it. And he turns the table on them, and he said, no, what about you guys? I walk into this place here, and I see that you guys continually teach people that uh, when you are an adult, the finances that you have, the money that you have, you can take that and you can give it to the church. Forget your parents. When the Bible, the Old Testament, the thing that you guys are trying to trip me up on, says that as a, an adult, you are to honor your mother and father. In other words, you're supposed to be able to help them out. You're supposed to be able to help them out supportively, financially. You're supposed to do that, but you're saying that you can take all of this money and just give it to the religious leaders and tell your mother and father, I'm sorry, that belongs to God. And Jesus is saying, by the very act of not caring for your mother and father, you are defying the message of God. You are defying that very message. In other words, if somebody walked into a church, she's, she has to work. She's not walking out on me. She's, she's just, she's, she's not, she didn't walk out on her mother and father either. So she's honoring them. She's by working. Someday she'll support you people. And this is what's wonderful about it. But he said, if I walked in here and I see you guys taking money and throwing it to this and not giving it to people that need it, how, how can you catch me on something as simple as hand washing when you are actually disrespecting another human being? The balance there is one is a tradition because they've just always done it. But what Jesus is pointing out is that we're actually talking about the things that, that make sense, the, the things that are important, and that is showing love and kindness to somebody else. If someone walked into this church, would they know it's a church? And then he goes into this, this, this riddle, and he says, what goes into the mouth is not what defiles people, 
But what comes out of the mouth is what defiles people. And his disciples get a little bit confused by that, and the Pharisees are already upset because they think that any time that they, they they're so used to being able to confront people that they can just uh, criticize somebody and they will crumble, but Jesus throws it right back into their face, and now they get their feelings hurt. Peter is a harmonizer. He's all, you know, about everybody, and he says, you know, you're kind of upsetting the, the religious leaders. That's something we just don't do. And he said, look, What comes into the mouth doesn't defy. What goes out does. And he's hinting at these purity laws. Because part of these purity laws were also the things like uh, you shouldn't eat uh, lobster or shellfish or uh, don't have that bacon, you know, things like that. And he's talking about how we've turned all these rituals into, into things. We've turned all these traditions into things. We've done all of this kind of stuff. And we, 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 we boast about how we are faithful people by the way that we do this. I'm a faithful person because I do not eat bacon and I wash my hands. That's how they will know that I am a son of God. No bacon breath here. They should have scented candles for bacon. They really should. I'm a vegetarian, but I love the smell of bacon. But he's saying that what these religious leaders are doing is they are following these traditions. They're even catching people that aren't following these traditions. But what is coming out of their mouth? That's not of God. Because what's coming out of their mouth is, is basically just trying to trip people up They've, they've taken these purity laws and they've, they've taken these, these things that were, 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 were built for a purpose, were, were, were built for, with the intentions of building a community, and they have uh, taken those to actually separate themselves from the rest of the community. It's, it's been uh, morphed into a practicality to a, we are better than you because we do this. We are separate from you because we do this. The people that were the religious leaders at that time, we are people that are better than anybody else, and that's what Jesus is calling them on. The attitude of you think that you are so much better than everybody else. That if somebody comes in and doesn't do something as simple as washing their hands, you get to ostracize them. You get to trip them up. You get to find a fault in them that separates them from the rest of you. You hypocrites. That's what Jesus has a problem with. It's not about hand-washing. That's why he says the things that you eat, the diets, all that kind of stuff from, from the, the past, you can, whether you eat bacon or not does not make you a holy person. It's what you say to your neighbor, what you say to your mother and father, what you say to those next to you, what you say to the stranger, that's what makes you a holy person. And he is looking at the religious leaders and saying they can wash their hands all day long, but they are not being holy people because they are not doing this. At the time, that's the mask that they were wearing. The mask that they were wearing was about a religious person. They had all of these little dots in the eyes and all of this kind of stuff, the black and white rules and everything like that. They had the robes. They had all the prestige, their, their mask. If they walked into a costume party, somebody would say, that's a religious person. But as soon as they open their mouth, they lose the character. They can't hold it up. 
What Christ is saying is the only thing that you've got going is a mask. And I'm here to call you on it because I see beyond the mask. I ask you again, if somebody walked into this church, what would they see? You know, we can wear the, the shirts. We can wear the, 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 the neighbor's church shirts. Oh, you've got one. Neighbor's church shirts? Yes. Available at the front office for $9.95. <laughs> we can have the Jesus uh, fish on our car. We can say that we follow this. We can, we can put on our Facebook profile that we are people of God. But if in that same thread, we are talking trash about our neighbor, we're wearing a mask. That's what Christ is calling us on. So many people walk into churches where they say, open hearts, open doors, open minds. You are welcomed here. And they think, wow, this church is accepting. They are loving. I can come here and I can be who I am. And the minute they walk into the door, the people take their masks off. And they say, something's wrong with you. You didn't wash your hands. And suddenly that person feels oh so small. And betrayed. And hurt. We have churches that, that boast about, we are people of people. We are a community. We are building a better society. We are loving God. And then someone walks in and they say, but you, you have to change everything about you. That mask, that mask falls. And people leave feeling really, really harmed. And for centuries, the church has been wearing that mask and we have been harming people. We have been hurting people. Jesus was, you know, he was really a cool guy. And he kind of knew what he was talking about. So much so that he could say something that lasts for 2,000 years. And what he's saying 2,000 years ago is don't wear the mask. Don't wear the mask. God would rather have you come in and eat a meal without washing your hands to show uh, your de devotion to him than wearing the robe and criticizing and chastising other people. That's not the message of Christ. You can be clean on the outside, but if your heart is not of Christ, the things you say will not appear to be that clean. You know, it's funny, we talk about the hypocrisy of that. But I also think that sometimes Christ is talking about something else, too. It's easy for us Christians to talk about the, 
the, the easy part, the, the hidden prejudiceness, the hidden bigotry, the hidden hatred and all that kind of stuff. We, we always joke about how we are loving each other and stuff, and then when we, as soon as we get in the parking lot, we are fighting for the, who can get out first, and we're, you know, giving each other the bird and all that kind of stuff. The bird, you know, it's as clean as I can put it. But I want to know what other masks do we wear? You know, I... Sometimes we walk around and we, we have other masks, masks that we, we may not intend to have, masks maybe of even strength. You know, in Nebraska, in the Midwest, you ask somebody how they're doing, if they don't answer fine, it's an awkward situation, <laughs> you know? Because we want to ask in movement, hey, how you doing? Fine, great, you know, just, we don't want to say, hey, how you doing? Well, I'm having this, oh, I wanted to go to the store, and now I got to talk to you. And, and so we would like to put on this mask that everything is fine. We like to say that everything is fine. Sometimes we like to put on that mask of strength. Sometimes we, we like to put on that mask of uh, life is happy. Sometimes as Christians, we like to say, well, I believe in God, and God's not going to give me anything that I can't handle. You ever talk to somebody that's going through an incredible tragedy and just try to tell them, hey, God thinks you can handle it. That's why, that's why God gave that to you. That's a way to hurt somebody pretty bad but we put on these masks. And it's not just in the Midwest. I think we, we do this everywhere. What if we took the masks off in our lives? What, what if church was actually a place where we could walk in and say, you know what? I feel awful. What, what if we created an actual community where it was less about walk, washing your hands and, and more about sharing truly how you feel. As a pastor, sometimes you get those little moments where you, you get to hear from people, and they really open up to you. And, I, and it's such an honor to be able to, uh, as a pastor, for me, it's, it's, it's an honor to be able to have somebody that trusts you to remove the mask and be their honest, true self. And sometimes we, we talk about things that we're afraid of. Sometimes we're experiencing great loss. So, sometimes we are just trying to make it through the day. Sometimes we feel awful and we don't even know why. Sometimes we're at a, at a point in our lives where we really need to see somebody professionally. Sometimes we just can't seem to make it through. Sometimes we are happy, and sometimes we're not. That's what Christ is saying 2,000 years ago. He's saying it to people that are showing hypocrisy, but he's saying the same message to all of us. 
Isn't it funny that they use hand washing as the thing that they try to trip them up? Because when we think of somebody that's not washing their hands, we think of somebody that's, that's raw and, and dirty and, and just not their, their best self. And Christ is saying, I'd rather have that. You don't, you don't have to present yourself in your best robe for me to hear you. You can come to me, hands unclean, feeling awful, feeling like you've lost all. You know what? You can come to me even if you are angry at me. You can come to me and say, I hate this. And right now, God, I'm not really crazy about you either. Christ is saying, just take the mask off. Because here's a hint. He sees it, whether we try to wear it or not. He sees what's really in us. He sees what we're going through. And what he wants more than anything in this world is to just walk with us. So I ask again, if somebody were to walk into this church, what would they see? Would they see masks? A little bit of phoniness, a little bit of hypocrisy? People hurting and not feeling comfortable to share it? Or would they see people being their honest self? Would they see people coming in with hands unwashed? And would the things be coming out of our mouth match Truly, the things that are in our hearts. I'd like to think so. I think we're doing some pretty neat stuff here. Because we're doing some honest stuff here. And my prayer for all of us is that we continue, no matter how we feel, to come into this church and be who we are. Because that is who Jesus Christ loves. I hope we feel that. And I hope we see that in each other. Would you pray with me? Gracious and loving God, whether we put on masks to be phony or just trying to hide who we are afraid to show people, help us to remove them. Help us to be our honest self, hands clean, hands dirty. Help us to be appreciative of who we are, of where we are in the moment, and help us meet each other there with your love, with your kindness, with your acceptance, and with your joy. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen. When I, you know, I, I remember when I first became a pastor, the church that I served, we wore the, the robes, you know, the big, uh, the robe with the, the thing and the stuff and the cross and everything like that. No matter how I wore it, I always looked like a Jawa from Star Wars because there's this, <laughs> this little short guy just walking around, you know, just, hello, I'm your pastor, hello, hello. <laughs> and I'm not putting down... Uh, uh, there are, there are clergy that wear them, and there's clergy that don't, and, and, and uh, every church is different. For me, 
it's not my honest self. And I, as, a, as your pastor, I am so, so grateful that I'm at a church where I can truly be my honest self. Uh, you have seen um, me up here um, in good days and bad days, and I never hide that from you. I have a terrible poker face. I mean, if you tried to play me at poker, you would take, you'd take the money to the bank or whatever you, you do there. I pray, I pray that you feel the same way. I pray that you come to this church knowing that you can be you. That's what we teach. Because that's what, it's not just what we teach. It's not, we always like to say as a church, that's what we teach. That's what we believe. That's the way God made it. That's what is. A tree is a tree. The sky is blue. And you are exactly who God loves.